This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hello and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with... Jason Shear. And we are here with Arizona Men's Basketball Preview because they are playing Oregon State on Thursday at the very late hour. Unreasonable for a starting time at 9 p.m. local time. Um, It is a basketball podcast, though I did tell Jason we should at least mention we are aware there was a lot that happened with football today. And we have a plan to just do one big football podcast yeah, I mean, recap. We could sum it up. You know, Arizona named the majority of its coaching staff. It still has to name the offensive coordinator. I think that'll happen Thursday, Friday at the latest. Who knows what Thursday will bring. Uh, <laughs> Thursday's already stacking up to be crazy uh, day. But uh, they have an offensive coordinator. I'm not going to tell you the name. They have the offensive coordinator. Uh, I don't know if the HR stuff and all that has passed, but um, feel comfortable knowing that Brennan is no longer searching for his man. He has it, and uh, there is... And, and it is a man. It is a man to coach <laughs> the quarterbacks as well. And then there's uh, so there's an OC, a quarterbacks coach, and a uh, corners coach that has to be announced. So there are three coaches, I think, yeah. It's been a long day. Jason's, uh, Jason's a little tired. No, no, it's going to bother me because I'm counting them off the top of my head. Yeah, there's still three coaches missing. Um, Danny Gonzalez is going to be hired officially. Uh, yes, so they need two after Gonzalez. I was right. Perfect. So they need two. So the OC slash quarterback coach and then the corners uh, coach, um, assuming that Dwayne Aquina coaches uh, safeties, the – OC will coach quarterbacks as well. Corners, I, I don't know what that one's going to be. But uh, overall, you know, Danny Gonzalez, uh, Pete Thamel reported that. That's a big one to me. I was very surprised with that. His name had not come up only because I assumed that he would just be a defensive coordinator if he got back in the business. Um, that means that Arizona, as of now, has two guys on their staff, Brennan and Gonzalez, that have been a head coach, which is pretty impressive. Gonzalez is going to have to go back and delete some tweets because he was on the ASU staff. <laughs> and when he was hired or whatever it was, he educated ASU. And so he would call Arizona the anti-200 school. <laughs> so Great. Um, but he's also connected in the Phoenix area. He's, he'll be a solid recruiter. like him quite a bit. 
Um, it wouldn't surprise me if there's kind of a, a backroom deal where Dwayne Aquina does this for a couple of years, retires, and Gonzalez steps in steps in to be defensive coordinator. Because honestly, I, I was surprised. I think he's, I don't want to say he's too good to be a position coach. But he's, he's almost too good to be kinda, a position coach. Yeah, like he, I, it's a very impressive hire in my opinion. But we'll get to all that. Yeah, I was going to say, we weren't going to be talking that much about football, but that was more than I thought you were going to do. We're not do. even touching the, the effing transfer portal. I, it was funny, I was talking to... I text back and forth with Chris Hummer on 24-7, and he's like, hey, man, can you tell Arizona to stop messing with the transfer portal? I said, Chris, don't worry. Uh, the Arizona deadline's only on February 13th. Yeah, no worries. So still, we still have. There's that whole Michigan thing that yeah, happened today. We still have multiple weeks, and now Michigan. Michigan's smart. Um, they're going to hire Sharon Moore and basically pay everyone on the staff to stay. So I don't think their portal purge will be as bad, but I'm just letting Arizona fans know, like, yeah, like this – Portal's still open for weeks. Great. Great. Well, by Valentine's Day, hopefully we'll have a... Yeah, it's February 13th. ...sweet day after the portal closes. Oh, honey, that was so good. Thank you. I'm always thinking about that next holiday, that next event. Um, all right. Well, that is to come in a future podcast here. Until then, we're talking Arizona basketball. And because it's a basketball podcast, we have to shout out our sponsor... Here we go. Snow in Tucson. It sounds unpredictable, right? But we know the unexpected happens. It's important to be prepared and to have a plan, like where will your retirement money come from? Have you optimized your 401k? And if you have questions about your current retirement plan or want to begin preparing for tomorrow, contact us at Longview Insurance and Investments. Visit our website at www.longviewinsuranceandinvestments.com to learn more. Boom. Done. I was doing recordings today for Town of Marana. If you guys don't know, Town of Marana has its own podcast with our town manager. And we frequently have like little ads promoting things in the town. And so I did my slate for the year for the events. And it was just like kind of like deja vu when I read that, that ad like www.maranaaz.gov slash events. I don't think I sound like that when I do it, but anyway. Welcome. To <laughs> that, it's that radio. It's that radio voice. Um, I will say I do most things in one take. That's not too shabby, but um, that was my. I had a weird. We had a weird day today. But uh, basketball is happening. Shelby and I on are the currently road. watching the riveting Utah Washington State game. I mean, by watching, we are we have it on the TV. Barely keep her clothes on right now. She's <laughs> it's just on the TV, guys. Okay. Um, all right. Well, down to business. How big of a game is this for Arizona? For Wildcat Authority or for Arizona? For Arizona. Uh, for Wildcat Authority, it's the biggest game of the year. Look, the thing is, we said this before. It's kind of a broken record. The Pac-12 is bad, right? So when you face the bad teams in the Pac-12, you're facing the super bad teams, and those are the games you can't lose to, whether it's home, on the road, whatever. If Arizona wants to maintain its chance, you know, at an outside shot at a one seed or whatever it may be, it has to win this game. This would be a, a very, very bad loss. Um, all of a sudden, with some other action in the conference, Arizona's right back in first place or tied for first place, whatever it is, for the Pac-12 race. This loss, a loss at Oregon State, uh, would be brutal. For Wildcat Authority, if they lose, God help us all. Oh, dear. Those it's a big are... game. Every game's a big game. It's only a big game. The next game's the biggest game of the year. 
Yeah, I mean... That's my philosophy, but no, it's a big game. It is a big game. It's a whole, like, number one thing. People are, like, people are paying attention to Oregon, but Oregon doesn't mean anything unless you beat Oregon State. That's true. Just beat the opponent in front of you. Wow. Boom. That's... Coaching philosophy 101. Thank you. Uh, what type of team is Oregon State? Exciting. Ooh. Uh, As beavers usually are. Okay. Um... <laughs> Exciting. Uh, I'm flustered. Dude, he's literally <laughs> flushing. Uh, exciting if it's opposite day. Okay. Which means they're horribly boring. Uh, 173 on Ken Palm. They lost to Nebraska, Baylor, and Pittsburgh earlier this season on neutral courts. Um, they like playing overtime games. They've had uh, two double overtime games and two single overtime games this year. Now, lately, they're very weird. Um they played UCLA pretty well, lost that game, but then they went at home, Shelby, they beat USC by 16 points when USC was healthy. But then the last five games, they've gone on the road, they lost, they returned back home, lost to Stanford, but in overtime, only lost by four, went back on the road and lost uh, by like 50, both games, not 50, but well, 74 to 47 and then 90 to 57. They are a significantly better team at home. Um, the 16-point win over USC proves that. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. They are not good on offense. They're 205th on offense. They're 159th on defense. They are as slow as slow gets. 304th in tempo and slower in possession length. Um, they're going to throw every defense imaginable at Arizona, is my guess. Uh, when you are a slow team, there's certain things that you want to make sure you do well in order to maintain your ability to go slow. They are not that team. So they play slow, but they shoot 48% from the field, which is off. They're 251st in the nation. They turn the ball over at a high rate, Shelby. They're 282nd in the nation. They don't really force turnovers. They are a horrible rebounding team. They do not offensive rebound. They do not defensive rebound. They do get to the line at a decent rate. Issue being, they also foul at a very high rate. Wow. They do not shoot threes. They do not make threes. They do get to the free throw line pretty good, and they make the free throws there. They are 299th in the country at basically throwing the ball away. They're not a good team. Uh, they're average height. They're big, but it doesn't matter because they don't rebound. Their team does not rebound. Um, so 
yeah, it, it's. I'm not going to sit here and blow smoke up your ass and tell you that Oregon State's a good team. The type of team that Oregon State is, Shelby, is bad. That's what type of team they are. Bad and Malo. slow. It's going to be a horribly non-entertaining game Ugh. at 9 p.m. at night. I want everyone to brace themselves for the pace of this game and how boring it will be. In an ideal world, Arizona can speed it up a little bit, but Oregon, if they get a rebound, is literally going to walk this ball up the court and try to get as minimal possessions in this game as it can. Great. <laughs> Which player poses uh, the biggest challenge for Arizona? That's another very easy question, Shelby. Mm, I'm glad I asked it. There's really only one above-average player on Oregon State. Mm-hmm. I like a couple other players. But the only above-average player is Jordan Pope. Jordan Pope is the point guard for Oregon State. Uh, legitimately good, Shell. 6-2. Averages 17 points a game. Uh, 2.6 rebounds, 3.5 assists. Shoots 44%. So he's actually pretty efficient. Uh, if he does not play well, there's zero chance that Oregon State can win this game. As evidence, let's just look at last week. Colorado, he was 3 for 11 with 10 points. They lost by 30. Utah, he was 3 of 10 for 7 points. They lost by 30. Stanford, the reason that game went into OT shell is he had 21 points. Washington, he had 29 and kept it close. Um, you look at all their losses, and it's pretty much been games... Like Pitt, he had 11. Baylor, he had 13. Um, If he does not play well, they don't have much of a chance. Now, he will keep shooting no matter what. Even if he's shooting poorly. You look at some of the games he's had. He's had games where he's 5 of 16. He's had games where he's 5 of 20. His popular number is like 4 of 10 or 4 of 11 around there. 5 of 18. He is going to shoot no matter what. And you can't criticize him because... Oregon State doesn't have a choice. Um, He's going to probably play 40 minutes. If not, he's going to play 38 minutes. Uh, He's going to get to the line at a a decent rate, but... Well, not not really, sorry. He's going to make free throws at a a high rate at 86%. He shoots 37% from behind the arc. Um, That is very clearly their best and most dangerous player. If he does not play well, uh, they they have, like, no chance. Zero chance of winning this game. Wow. No pressure, kid. Very definitive. Um, as usual, what matchup are you most intrigued by? I mean, the easy answer is very clearly Jordan Pope versus whoever's guarding him, which I assume will be Boswell, because uh, Pope does not play off the ball. He's only a point guard. He doesn't get minutes at the two or anything like that because they don't have a backup point guard. Um so in that regard, it's, you know, I, I it's probably the most. Uh, the one that I'm intrigued by, though, because I, I don't want to take the easy way out here, Shelby, is Tyler Bilodeau. He's the second leading scorer on Oregon State, averaging 12.7 points per game. Uh, 6'9", 220 forward. He had 18 against Colorado. He had 26 against USC. Uh, he is pretty good. Like, he's not a bad player at all um so he's he has the ability to pose fits for arizona um last year when arizona lost at or sorry when when arizona beat oregon state but the game was a little closer than um expected uh at oregon state he had 18 points 
So he he can score. Like he Pella's gonna have to um, be pesky. Yeah, Pella's gonna have to respect his ability. Uh, if Jordan Pope is one, Bilodeau is one A in terms of importance to Oregon State winning this game. So that's actually the easy answer is Boswell on Pope, but I'm gonna go little little side note and go Pella on a Bilodeau. Bilodeau. Is there anything better than a French? Kind of Cajun last yes, name. Yes, the fact that he's from uh, a little hick white town in Washington. That's weird. Yeah. We know someone named Clayton Robido, and it does not spell the way that you say. Uhuswa uhuswa. Nope. Soswa. That is not how you say. Is that Lady Marmalade? Uh, it's voulez vous coucher avec moi? Yeah. Uvusufuse uvuswa. That's interesting interpretation. Anyway, shout out to Clayton. We just said your name. Shout out to Christina Aguilera. Christina Aguilera. I think Pink hated her when they shout sang that song. Shout out to Pink. Shout out to Little Kim. Who else was in that song? Our, our friend Little Kim. Maya. Shout out to Maya. Maya. Maya that's a deep cut. I like if Maya. If you're listening, Maya, shout out. How you If doing? you're listening. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure they're not, but sure. Doesn't that mean, like, do you want to sleep with me, like, in English? That's also an invitation to Maya. You know, I don't, whatever. <laughs> Can, uh, Straight up inv- open invitation yeah. to Maya. Like, yeah. whatever you want. Shall we go with cash? If I could pull Maya, you would let me. Is that one of your, your uh, <laughs> if if I had a celebrity That's like always list? when, like, a couple talks about, like, the hall pass, and it's like, honey, who's my hall pass? It's like, all right, fine. If if uh, Jessica Alba says she wants to, you can. It's like, well, thanks. <laughs> it's like, what's that do? Didn't we see, like, a really funny meme where the guy – the the guy's version of it was like someone like all these yeah. like, and then, and then the, the, wife's the wife was like, oh, the, mine is like your brother in the and, barista, and the Starbucks. barista at Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> Much easier pull, by the way. That was really funny. Um, uh, back to focusing on, you know, the basketball ooh, game. Ooh, ooh, swear, ooh, ooh, swah. I will like to note that you were literally taking a nap before we started this podcast, and now you're singing that song. I did take a little little power nap at 9 p.m. That's my rule. That's what people... And he's drinking a cup of coffee, and you wonder why you don't sleep right. Um, what is the path to victory for both teams? I just think whoever scores more. Scores more points. Uh, Oregon State has to slow this game down. Boo. If they get in transition at all, they're done. And they have to get hot from three. Oregon State is not going to be able to win unless someone really gets going from three. The issue that they have is they're not, as I said, they're not a good three-point shooting team. They shoot 32% from behind the arc. Uh, they need Pope and Dexter Cano to get going. Like, that's really the only two guys. Uh, Bilodeau is 23%. I like Dexter Cano a little bit. I don't think he's awful. He's now experienced, but, um, you know, he's not. Amazing. He shoots 37% from the field. He's going to come in and shoot threes, but it's still, he's not the type of guy that's going to shoot 10 threes, right? Like, knock on wood at least. Um, he's going to shoot three or four and, and be somewhat efficient with those. Also, I mean, Dexter Connor's coming off a zero point game in 20 minutes, but he did have 22 against UCLA, whatever it may be. So he's going to have to take a lot of shots in this game also, but they need to slow it as much as possible, take care of the ball because they don't do that either. And then make threes. Arizona just needs to play their game. And I know that sounds like a cop-out, but it's true. If Arizona plays their game and isn't ass on defense like they have been on the road sometimes, they're going to win this game going away. Really. I mean, they're they're a better team offensively. They're a better team defensively. They're significant. Like, this is one of those games they should win the glass 50-27 to 27 or whatever, something like that. As long as they are focused 
and they aren't playing the type of defense where their guards just sit with their thumbs up their butt and do absolutely nothing. Wow. Uh, You're starting to sound like my dad. Well, that's what I described. That's what they did against Stanford. Right. Um, I like the ass defense, too. Right. It, it's, I mean, you're. that's really it. Show up, be focused, play your game, and they're going to win this game. Love it. Um, wow. Okay, that's French for ass defense. Uh, what is your prediction for the game? You want to go first? Not really. Okay. Wow. <laughs> uh, I, I feel targeted. Arizona's going to roll. They're going to roll, Shelby. I'm okay, tired what, of this. Is, what are they favored by? They're 18. 18. I'm tired of this scared on the road stuff. Okay? Fucking dominate. Oh, Shelby. Oh, sorry. God, <laughs> we're trying to get through one. Just one without your potty mouth. Um, God. But... Because of the pace, I don't think Arizona is going to score like 90 points. Um, I'm going to go. Actually, you know what? Why not? I'm going to go 86 to 67. They're going to cover. They're going to cover. I don't know. The last few of we've been jinxed by the spread. Like, oh, they're going to win by 18. And it's been much closer than that. Um, (laughs) I'm going to say, I'll say 80. To 66. Damn. Yeah, there you go. Boom. I never remember my scores when I tell it to you. And I, I know. Go back and then he'll, as he's writing the recap, he'll be like, what was my score? I was like, I don't 86 know. to 67. That's yours. Yeah, right? Yep. Okay. Anyway, Shelby, you know what to do. Kick it. No matter where you are, even if it's singing Lady Marmalade. <laughs> No, before we do that, I just, I had, I do have one quick shout out. I went to a mixer tonight and I wanted to shout out our buddies at the Festival Events Association of Tucson, Southern Arizona. The short version of that is feats because we were there and in the process, I, not we, I was there. I wasn't invited. Of chatting with people. Uh, They realized my last name matches with Jason's last name. Apparently Jason has quite a few friends (laughs) who follow him. Uh, who I'm are also in, in a foot club. It's a little different, though. Feats board. Oh, I'm in a feats club. It's a little different. Yeah, yeah, it's a little different. Anyway, shout out to you, Mia. Thank you so much. Maya? She sh- no, Mia. Oh, not Maya, Jason. <laughs> Maya's not listening to this podcast. But our really good friend, Mia, is because she showed me her phone. And she barely typed J in Twitter. And it just immediately popped up Jason Shearer. So she's a very big fan of yours. And also, uh, shout out to Ray. Hello to you, sir. So thank you so much for listening and on that note, no matter where you are or what you do, you can remember or remember to bear down. Shell, who's your hall pass? Um, Probably like William Shakespeare or some shit like that. Yeah, I think I, that would be intriguing. I would love that. Come Probably on down, Edgar Allan Poe. J- <laughs> Jason Momoa. Fine. I must have a thing for Jason's. It only takes two minutes of sheer horror. A new Paramount Plus original docuseries. We were dealing with a serial killer preying on elderly women. A cold-blooded killer hidden in plain sight. He's suffocating people with pillows. Leaving corpses all over Texas. How did it happen? I was responsible for her. The guilt is immeasurable. They covered it up. Pillowcase Murders, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus.